0: hey y'all and welcome back to sipping tea with g-o-d now if you're new to my channel welcome um over here on my channel this is my podcast we do god for real over here okay so if you want to be a part of my family make sure you hit that subscription button and click that notification bell so you can always know what your girl is up to what god is up to through me okay um over here We love hard, but we work harder, okay? And if you didn't see my podcast episode one, make sure you go and tune in because it was hot fire. And tonight is going to be hot fire, okay? So let me go ahead right now and start off with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing me, Lord God, with this platform to be able to reach your children. Thank you, Father God, for continuing to use me, Lord God, for a time such as this. Father God, I'm praying that the word that you give tonight, Lord God, is a word that your children will not only just listen to, but Lord God, be able to give to others, Lord God, so that they can give to others, Lord God. Make it a domino effect, Father God. Father God, download in me, Lord God, what you need me to do, Lord. Lord God, what you need me to do, Lord. Jesus, Father God, download in me, Lord God, a mighty word, Lord God, that your children need to hear, Lord God. Not just a feel-good word, Lord God, but a word, Lord God, that they need right now in this time, Father God. Father God, decrease me, Lord God, and increase in me, Father God, so that your children can see you and not me, Lord God. Hear you through me, Father God. Father God, I seal this prayer right now, Lord God, that it is so and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So let's get started. All right. So we're going to start off with Bible scripture. First verse. We're going to use is first John two and seventeen, and it reads, "And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And the next one we're going to do the NLT version of jeremiah twenty nine eleven for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future. And a hope. And if I can use a title, it's time to birth. It's time to birth. Let me give you the definition of birth. Birth means to give birth to a baby or other young. And if I can use a story from the Bible, I want to read, well, not really read. I want to give you a little bit not too much out of Luke chapter 1 the story of Zachariah Mary and Elizabeth so I don't I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about this story um God has, this, has had this story a part of my life for about three years now because there was a time where I really needed it and he he gave it to me when he gave it to me it was very stern so um the story is about Zachariah and Elizabeth. Now God really, really had favor over Elizabeth and Zachariah, but um, for years they tried to have a baby, and it just never worked out. Now they are old in their age, and Elizabeth is barren, so they just gave up with, you know, the chance of thinking they can ever bring a baby into the world. So the angel Gabriel appeared to Zachariah, and he told Zechariah that God sent him to let him know that God heard their prayers and that he was going to give them a baby boy and his name was going to be John. So here goes Zachariah. Y'all, this is how I get the story. Okay, this is how I tell it every time. So just bear with me. <laughs> Gabriel, I know you came over here to give me that message, but my wife is old and barren. We are beyond our years. We can't have no baby. What are you talking, you might as well go on there, go, go sell somebody else that story. we Look at me, look at her. Do we look like we can have a baby? So Gabriel looked at him like, all right, mm. since you don't believe, I'm just going to have to shut your mouth, literally shut your mouth. So God allowed Gabriel to shut his mouth, Zachariah's mouth, for the entire pregnancy. Gabriel said, Your mouth is gonna to have to remain closed until this comes to pass. So Zachari- Zachariah was shattened up for nine months. <laughs> Guys, like, oh, you think you won't play? Gabriel, go go on and do the thing. Go on, go on. Since you don't believe, watch me work. So, going a little bit down into chapter one. Mary was pregnant, Elizabeth. Was excuse me, Elizabeth was pregnant for six months at this time, and her baby was not moving. So, you know, as a mom, we all know we've all had children. If you don't feel your baby moving, something's wrong, something is terribly wrong, especially at six months. So, Gabriel sent her cousin Mary to a house, and when Mary got there, Elizabeth was telling her about the situation that was going on. And, you know, of course, I'm pregnant. But it's been six months and I haven't heard felt my baby at all. Something is not right. I don't understand. So Mary placed her hand on Elizabeth's stomach. And her baby leaked, as you may say. And then her baby started to move. Three more months comes down the line. She goes into labor and has a baby boy. And his name is John. And here goes the family in the hospital. <laughs> Woo! We got a little boy in the family. All right, so this little boy in the family, he's going to be Zachariah. Junior, right, right Zachariah? Zachariah, I said his name going to be a junior. Zachariah, you hear me? Mind you, remember, he could not speak. But all of this came to pass, as Gabriel said. So now you can open your mouth. But when you open your mouth, everything that God said that was going to happen for your wife, for your family, happened. And you can't do anything but testify to it. So here go the family. Zachariah, I said a junior, didn't I? Zachariah opened his mouth and said, no, no. That baby won't be a junior. What you mean, Zechariah? What you mean? Wouldn't you want a junior? No. That baby name is going to be John. So everything that the Lord said that was going to come to pass, it did come to pass. But he had to be shutting up so that it could, because he would have messed it up. And the baby that was not moving for those six months all it took was that one to touch and make her baby jump make her baby leap so my question for you today is has your baby leaped yet okay so um the title of this podcast originally was going to be it's birthing season and I had the name for a long time. I was like, okay, it's birthing season. That's what it's gonna be. So someone texted me the other day and he said, Oh, what's gonna be the name of the next episode? What's gonna be the next uh the next episode's title? And I said, It's birthing season. God instantly, when I sent that text message out, told me to change the name. He told me to change it from its birthing season to its time to birth. And the reason why I feel like he had me change that name to it's time to birth, because it's birthing season. It's just like people just walking around just saying it's Christmas. Oh, it's birthing season. It's birth. Girl, it's birth. Girl, do you hear it, girl? It's birthing season. God needed an urgency in this title to let you know that not only is it birthing season, it's time to birth. Has your baby leaped yet? It's many things that God has given a lot of us. And I'm not just speaking on you. I'm speaking on me as well. Because I have had many babies that the Lord has placed in my life that I did not allow to leave, that I did not allow to birth. Why? Because I was stagnant. I was stagnant. I was procrastinating. I was like, yeah, he gave it to me. Yeah. But um, I didn't do anything with it. And I know that is a lot of you out there. A lot of you out there that did not let your baby leap. Not even, forget the birth part. Did she leap? Did he leap? And I say that because... God has given us so many things that He needed us to do. So many gifts that He has placed inside of us. But are we working it? Are we preparing to birth these babies? Or are you going to allow your baby to be overdue? It's a lot of us that have our babies sitting, dusting off in corners and drawers. Yeah, I understand that the Bible says write it down and make it plain. But that does not mean to leave it there forever. You eventually have to go and open that notebook and get to work. How long are you going to let it sit there? Until somebody else get it? We have had many things that have been prophesied over us many things that god has told us himself and where are they ask yourself that question where are the babies that god has placed inside of us they are not to stay there it's not meant for those babies to just stay there if you think about a mother a pregnant mother by average, we get induced around 38, 39 weeks because the baby is big enough now. The baby is healthy. You did everything that you you could do. You're healthy. We can go and take this baby out before 40 weeks. But then there's that, when you do the past the 40 weeks, it gets cramped in there. You're uncomfortable. The baby's uncomfortable. The baby's too big. Four there so now it's a forced to get the baby out it's a forced thing you don't want your baby to be forced out of you just go ahead and birth it it don't take all of that just do it if God give it to you do it let me tell you why we can't do it let me hold on. Let me tell you why we can't do it. We got too many earthly distractions. Yeah, I said it. Earthly distractions that's keeping us from birthing. And when I say earthly distractions, I'm speaking on jobs. Yeah, I'm speaking on kids, husband, wife. Everything that's distracting you and taking up your time. Now it's taking up your time. Oh, I can't do it because my job requires me to work a little overtime, and when I get off, I'm sad. Oh, you know, I'm a full-time mom. Um, You know, my husband, you know, he works, we work, and when he's home, I try to take my time out with my man, and I try to take my time out with my woman, you know, because I can't miss that time. Oh, my kids, you know, my kids love, you know, to see me when I'm not working, so I just take a whole weekend for them. So you can take a whole weekend for you, yours, and everything else. But you can't take at least 30 to an hour a day to work on what the Lord told you to do. Hmm. You know what happens with that, right? With those distractions, that's when those spirits come. Yeah. God give you something. Let me, uh, let me, let me just say, let me say this: a lot of things start to come when there are distractions. Let's just say, for example, God give you something; He give you something in twenty eighteen, and then you're like, "Oh, I got it." God told me I'm gonna do this. Boom! You, you, when you first get it, you're so excited, so you're working it. But then when you see nothing's going on with it. Oh, it's not bringing in money yet. I'm not getting enough people to see it yet. Oh my god. This is just not working out. I'm I'm I can't. can not Put it over and put it to the side. I'm I'ma do it to I'ma do it tomorrow. Oh. I was gonna do it, but I'm too tired. I'ma I'ma do it the next day. And then the next day pass. Then the next month pass. And then years and years pass. And then what you're doing, you're spinning your wheels. You are spinning your wheels. And then this is what you start doing. Because I'm guilty of it. I've done it. Man, Shirley and Jane, they didn't open up their business. Man, she didn't graduate law school. Man, she put out a book I didn't even know she could write. Man, that could have been me, man. Could have been you. Why can't it be you now? Prophecy don't don't have age on it. God didn't choose you according to your age, your gender, your weight, what you know, what you don't know. He chose you from birth. If he give it to you, that means do it. Why sit up there letting it dust away? We get so caught up in everything else that we got going on. And I'm going to say we because I'm guilty of it. Let 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 me talk about myself. Because I want to be as real as I can. I don't want it to seem like I'm just talking to you. Because I want you to know that I was caught up in my own mess as well. 2019, the beginning of 2019, I was like, oh. What I'm gonna do, God. What what am I supposed to be doing? Like, am I ju- am I just supposed to be a mother and a wife? That's it. Like, everything that I done tried, I done tried to do the teaching. I wanted to go to law school, God. It's just not working out. Then I see everybody I graduated with, they graduating, going off to colleges and getting these good business uh businesses going and she got a book out. God, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Fast forward, the end of 2019 comes. God tells me, daughter, I've called you to have your own businesses, businesses. I've called you to be an author. So he gave it to me. And I was excited. I'm like, oh, God. You said I'm going to be an author. Okay. You said that I'm going to have a bit. I'm going to be a boss? I'm a boss. All right. <laughs> Let me get to work. So in the beginning, like I just said, you're getting in there. You're right. Oh, I'm going to. This, this this idea I got right here. Oh, this going to be the title of this book right here. That's going to be good, girl. That's going to be good. And then you start doing it. And then everything, the distractions start sitting in. Where are you gonna get the money for this business? How are you gonna start a book? You can't write no book, you have a whole family. You don't have time. You don't have the time. You might as well put it up. Put it away. You know what that is. The enemy only sends distractions. But guess what I did? I felt guilty to what the enemy was saying. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't have time. But who i am thinking? I can't write no book. You're right. I don't have the money. I got a whole family to feed. Let me just put it up. Let let me go ahead and just put it up. Because I I don't have the time. I don't have the time. It's not real. That don't even seem real procrastinating. I started to procrastinate every single day. I would open my drawer and I would see my notebook and be like, yeah, I'ma get it. I'ma go in there. Yeah, I'ma write. Mm, No, I'm not gonna write. I don't feel like writing today. When you do take it out, I got writer's block. The enemy gonna send distractions because he already got you here. Once he gets you here, he can control everything else. So he got me here already with you don't have the time. So it was easy for other portals to come on now. It was easy. So then it was like, once he got at my head, then everything else that he was saying started to sound real right at the moment. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the time. So then he started when I did decide to get up. He started to make me feel real tired every single day I was tired. I was like, "God, I can't get out of bed It's just not working out for me. I can't get out the bed like it's I'm tired. My kids didn't just woke me out today, Lord, I'm tired. Father, God, just let me take a nap and when I wake up, I promise I'm going to do it. How many of us break promises that we give every single day to God? And guess what God's doing? Waiting. And waiting. And we daily let him down. Daily let him down. He's waiting. Oh daughter, you say you're gonna do it tonight? Okay, I'm be waiting on you. Just imagine. Just imagine you sending God a text message. Imagine, imagine if he was in our form. You send him a text message. Guy, like, oh, you say you coming, you come and meet with me. You say you coming. You coming? Yeah, God, I'm coming. Give me about an hour, and I promise you, I'm 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 coming. And guys just waiting. Clicking the phone, waiting. Hours pass by. Months pass by. I allowed two. Years from 19 to 21 passed me by. God gave me that word over my life in 2019. I sat depressed, procrastinating, stagnated for two years. Two years I let God down. But guess what? Even though we let him down daily, Our promises are always broken. He never breaks his promises for us. Now, if you ask me, that's a good God. So why do we do it to him? Why do we continue to let God down? You ask the questions of what it is, Lord, that I'm supposed to be doing. He gives it to you. And what do you do with it? Put it in the drawer. Let it go under some rubble. Possibly even, oh, I accidentally on purpose threw it away. I forgot. I don't even know where it's at, God. I don't know. God, please, God. He gave it to us. And we let him down. We let him down dearly. Yeah, we're not perfect. But if God told you who you were and what he asked for you, all you got to do is get up and work it. It don't take that much. It, 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 it doesn't take that much. I remember being in that bed in 2021 before I got to work, laying in my slumps. I didn't even know the day from night. I was so depressed. I didn't know day from night. I didn't know what it was under the covers, just strolling on Facebook, like throwing myself a shoulda woulda could oh a shoulda woulda coulda party in my slumps, in my robe under my cover, like man, that should have been me. That could have been me. Get up. That's what God told me. God told me with an urgency and I'll never forget it. Get up, daughter. I'm telling you right now. You, get up. Get to work. The time is now. Stop wasting time, man. Stop wasting God's time. Now, if you don't want to do it, He'll move you over and give it to somebody else that's ready. Why let your baby be overdue? Why let your baby be overdue? All you got to do is get up and work. Get up and work. It's not that hard. We let everything else in the world take up our time. What's wrong with giving God time? Just a little bit. He don't ask you for much. If you think about it, the world asks you for way more than the Lord does. He just wants time. The world wants your blood, sweat, tears, and they still not satisfied. But you don't mind going to your job, sweating it out. Giving them 20 plus hours because the money going to be right. Hmm. The money going to be right. Let me work these 35 plus hours. But when you get home, you can't even see that God doesn't want much. A little bit goes far with my father, with your father. So when God gave me that urgency, get up, daughter, I got up. I got to work. I took the torch and I ran with it. And guess what? 2022. I have a book that right now is almost done with being published. I have a digital company. I have a podcast. Yeah, it may seem impossible when God tells you, you're going to do this. When we are in our slumps, it looks so unrealistically. It looks so unrealistic like it's not going to happen. God, you said I'm going to be an author. God, you said I'm going to have a multi-million dollar company. God, look at what I'm going through. I can't even afford my rent. I don't understand nothing that you're saying. Do you see what I'm going through? You turned the blind eye because... Obviously, you don't see that I am struggling. What you mean? I'm gonna be a a, what? An author? My book gonna sell how much? And that's the problem. We get caught up in the money aspect. We don't worry about what God is going to do with it. You just work. Don't worry about the money. If God gives the vision, He will make. Provision. Work. What's wrong with work? Just work. You work all day, all night at these jobs. Working for other people. Build your own stuff up. If a lot of us realize God wants us in kingdom businesses. Kingdom Everything that you're doing is for the world. You think the world care about you? Nope. They're going to keep calling you in. Joe, Joe, I need you. Can you Can you come in? Dang, I just worked six days in a row, man. Like this. I understand. But can you come in? They don't care nothing about you. You another number clocking in. You are another number clocking in. And guess what? At the end of the day, you're sweating. You're still miserable. And all your money going to bills. Unless you don't care about your bills and then it's going to other things. But realistically, all your money is going to bills. And then what? Oh, man, I can't wait till I get paid in two weeks. <sighs> man, when I get paid in two weeks, man. two. You know what God has for you is overflow. Overflow. That means that it runs over, not run out. Let me show you what my father gave me. Let me me show you what my father gave me. God gave me a few months ago. I call it the trimester diagram. So I'm going to break it down according to vision. So, let me give it to you. So, first trimester, you know that's when our baby is a fetus. But if you're thinking about vision, that's the write it down and make it plain trimester. God give it to you. Write it down. Second trimester, you know your baby's starting to grow. You know, you're starting to show it. You got your cute little bump going on, according to vision. If God says that you're going to have a business, that's the trimester that you're stocking up on everything. You're getting your shelves, all your products, getting it organized, doing all your inventory, making sure everything is everything. If He said ministry, you are studying your word. Every time God downloads something in you, you're writing down your teachings. That's your preparation stage. Third trimester. That's the, I call it, pushing the vision trimester. That's when everything is everything. Now, you know, you got your logos. You got your teachings. Everything is set up All. Pretty, now you out here telling people about it because you got stuff to show. It's like, yeah, I'm getting ready y'all. I got this coming. Man, I got promotion videos coming. Yes, it all comes. Look, my teachers, look, this is this the name of my ministry right here. God gave it to me. Yeah, that thing coming in about a week or two. So get ready. And once you go through the first, second and third trimester of preparing, writing it down, working it. Now that baby is healthy. Everything that God gave you, he prepared you. So now everything is prepared. So now that baby is healthy. And now it's time to birth that thing. Birth that baby. So now that the world can see after all these months that you was in the wilderness, you was, in, you was gone. Like They're like, what happened? What's going on? Where Money at? Where's she at? I was working. Them nine months I was working. And the more I was working, the bigger my baby was getting. And now that thing is healthy. That thing is ready for the world, baby. So now it's time for me to push the vision out. Birth it. So now the world can see what my father created. Birthing time. It's birthing season, y'all. It's time to birth, y'all. I know you feel a tug. I know your father is tugging at you because he was tugging at me. He was tugging at me. And I'm letting you know, y'all, if he did it for me, I questioned a lot. No, I never questioned my father, but I questioned myself a lot. I'm like, what? you really think you can do that, girl? I know God said it, but girl, you really think you can do that? Now that I think about it, it wasn't me. The enemy made me feel like I couldn't do it. My father said that I was, that I am. Daughter, I said you're an author. I said you are a business owner. I said you are all these things. So what my father has for us, man can't take it away. So it doesn't matter how it looks, how it sounds. You better get like Nike and just do it. It's time to just do it. And let me tell you something else. Something a little sensitive. A little sensitive side topic right now. Elevation requires isolation. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. That means everybody can't go up with you. When you are working, God needs no distractions. So now you have to close out all of the noise and get to work. You got to work now. Sister, girl, I can't go out. Honey, boo-boo, I cannot date you right now. I got to do my father's work. And they're going to be like, yeah, you acting funny. I don't see you no more. I'm not acting funny. I'm just growing. Maybe you should try. I know God gave you something too. Let me be an example so that you can start working vision too. And that's okay. Don't worry about what people say. Don't let people get in your ear. You Cause see the enemy will use those closest to you. He'll use those closest to you to get in your ear to make you feel like you can't do it. My father said, I am worthy of it. Who are you? Work the vision, y'all. Don't worry about that. Because guess what? Everybody can't be in the delivery room when you're birthed anyway. Everybody can't be in there. Everybody can't go. And when you do come out of that thing, busting out that thing with your baby, and you look around and be like, man, that one not around, she's she started dissing herself. I don't know why. Don't ask no questions. Because while you were working, God is also giving you new eyes to see and new ears to hear. So now you're going to see who really, really got your back. Now that you have to work, are you really down for me while I'm working my vision? And don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because in order for me to be where I am right now and where my father told me I'm going, it's a lot of people he had to cut off. Not me because I didn't want to. So he did it. He did it. And I'm talking about close people. Daughter, I'm elevating you. Son, I'm elevating you. But you got to realize you have to spend time with him. And another thing, make sure when you are working the vision, that is a God vision and not yours. Because I'm I'm so sorry to tell you, it's not going to work if you're doing it for you. If your intentions is just for you, baby, it's not going to work. The Bible says, for I know, I know the plans that I have for you. God's plan, not our plan. We already know what God does when we have a plan. <laughs> he laughs, ha, <laughs> ha, in our face. You think that's going to work? All right. I'm not in it? Oh. Let's see how long that goes. Do it for God. In a nutshell, do it for God. It's time to wake up. It is time to wake up. Dry bones, rise up. Sleeping giants, wake up. Get to work. Don't let those babies sleep. Make that baby leap. Get up and work. He never said it was going to be easy. But you got to work. There's a lot of things that I get tired of. I have a full family. But I get up and work. Why? Because my father promised me something. And I'm going to make sure that I make my father proud. I want to reap everything that my father said is mine. And give him the glory. Make sure you so When you do it, give it back to him. Because it's not for us. And don't be selfish with it. Help others' birth. Use what your father gave you to help others' birth. It's not just for you. Because then now you're making it your plan again. You're making it of your plan again. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about God. Make that baby leap. Wake up. Wake up. Wake the baby up. Right now. I speak right now from the sound of my voice that you wake up. Father God, right now, Lord God, I ask, Father God, right now, Father God, under the sound of my voice, Father God, I am asking, Lord God, that your children wake up, Father, no more sleeping on what you've called them to do. Father God, I cancel every trick of the enemy that tries to come up against your children. There will be no more hindering. Father God, anybody that is trying to keep your children for birth, and to work, God, that keeps your children from working vision, cut them off, Father God, like dead leaves. Your children will be everything that you say they are. Father God, I bind up that spirit of procrastination, Father. I bind up that spirit of depression that tries to come up on your children. I bind up anything, Lord God, that tries to distract your children. Strengthen their mind, Lord, so all they hear is you, Father. Block out everything, Father God, that the enemy tries to bring up against them, telling them what they can't do and what they can't be. You tell your father right now that I'm everything. Thank you, Father, for saying that I'm everything that you said that I am. You tell the enemy right now that you need to get out of my ear. You will not distract me from what my father said that is for me. You will no longer be able to tell me who I am. My father said that I am everything that he called me to be. Who are you to tell me who I am? You better walk in your power, dominion, and authority and tell the enemy to flee. That's the only reason why I am where I am. Because you have to stand up and tell that clown that I am everything that my father say I am. Father God, burst the fire in your children, Lord God, a boldness. A boldness in your children, Lord God. Throw the fire and let it burn in your children, Father God. Wake up the sleeping giants, Fire Dada Wake up the sleeping giants and let them know it's time to leap. It's time to work. No more sleeping No more sleeping on you, Father God. Your children will work, Lord God. No more stagnation, Father. Work in, Lord God. working, Lord God. Give your children the strength, Lord God, to get up and do what they call. That about so. Yeah, that about so. What you've called your children to do. Allow your children to, Lord God, always be reminded of the promise that you placed over their life, Father. If they don't remember, Lord God, remind them, Father. Remind them of who they are. If you have given your children businesses, Father God, download and order their steps, Lord God. Show them how to birth these babies. If you've given your children ministry, Father God, download. Father God, give them what you need them to read, Father. Father God, I said, Jesus. Right now, Father God, I ask, Lord God, that not only, Lord God, do you download, Lord God, allow your children to remain humble in the midst of everything that they do, Lord God, making sure that it is always reminded that you gave it to them. It's not an I thing. It's an all about you thing. We are only the managers, Father God. You're the boss. So allow us, Lord God, to treat. These things that you have given us as such kingdom businesses, kingdom ministries, kingdom babies. Doing it, Father God, the way that you designed the plan that you have for us. Show your children, Father God, that it's time to birth these babies. This world does not love us like we think. This world is going to soon pass away, but the kingdom will rise up. Father God, I seal this prayer, Father. That it is so and so it is. In Jesus mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Hmm. Y'all. Get up and work. Tell the enemy where to go. Remind him of who you are. If you keep doing that thing. If you keep yourself focused and give your father your yes on a daily basis, psh, Satan gon' flee, he gon' bust out your door as a matter of fact. Put your full armor on. Put your guns on. I'm ready for you Satan I'm coming for your head I'm kingdom baby it's time to birth y'all and I'm praying that you all birth these babies according to the way the Lord has chosen them for you over your life because every baby serves a purpose. Do it God's way. Birth those babies, y'all. Get to work. If you don't have a notepad, get a notepad. Start writing. Start writing. Don't worry, God gonna make them juices flow. Start writing. A journal I had for 12 years turned into a book, my father said. Start writing. He's very strategic the way he does things. And if it's a God thing, it has no choice but to go up. Y'all, I love y'all. And I thank y'all for tuning in to the second episode of Sipping Tea with G-O-D. Make sure y'all subscribe, y'all. Make sure y'all hit that notification bell to stay tuned in. My podcasts are on every second and fourth Friday of the month. Stay tuned in, y'all. Pray that God continues to do what he needs to do in me. That I continue to do my father's work according to the way he needs me to do it. I pray that this word bless y'all. And make sure you share this word because I'm pretty sure someone else needs it as well. We all need to be birthing these babies. And no more overdue. push these visions out. Now that's some tea from G.O.D. I love y'all. God bless.